ஒன்னுடைய <laughs> ஹக்கீம் <laughs> முனவரா The truth is, everything about Madinatul Munawwara is full of barakah and blessed, no doubt. And it is only unique to say, for Madinatul Munawwara, that any, anything that is a produce of Madinatul Munawwara has a source of shifa inside it. And that is unique with Madinatul Munawwara. Not even... Makkatul Muqarrama can be compared to in that category of Shifa. For an example, the soil of Medina, the sand, the soil, the dust of Medina Tul Munawwara is also full of Barakah and has also got an element of Shifa inside it. That is only unique with Medina Tul Munawwara according to some of the scholars, the muhaddisin. For an example, it is said that if someone was ill during the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and it was the habit of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam to pay him a visit, Nab sallallahu alayhi wasallam would put his auspicious saliva on the tip of his index finger. This is what And then Aab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would place the finger down to the ground and collect some part of the soil, the dust on it. And then Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam would put that, the auspicious finger on the affected area. And this is the wazifa that he would read which is recorded in the hadith. Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi has recorded this. Aab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would say, Bismillahi turbatu ardina biriqati ba'dina لِيُشْفَى بِهِ سَقِيمُنَا بِإِذْنِ رَبِّنَا And it is said, on the spot, instantly he would be cured. Subhanallah. Because that is the barakah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If anyone has got faith, yaqeen, and iman, and if he was to practice that, it is not difficult for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give that individual shifa. That is why I think uh, it was a few years ago that when brothers went to Madinatul Munawwara and they would go for ziyarat 
they would also stop at one spot where it was famously known that in this area the soil is known as Khaqishifa it's it's like clay uh, white and grey in colour mm-hmm. and a lot of people would take their bags and fill it up and take it back home MashaAllah and I think now the Saudi government has uh, shut that area totally I think so, I believe so but again then there's also a lot of people who take you for ziyarat in different areas but there is no doubt that the soil of Medina the dust of Medina to Munawwara is full of shifa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said that in the hadith we have here one hadith which is recorded in the uh, Daylami in Musnad Firdaus and uh, Abu Naim in his Tibb al-Nabawi he says that Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said Qubarul Madinati Shifa'un min al-Juzam Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said that even the, the wind and the dust of Medina contains Shifa and it is Shifa from Juzam Juzam is uh, one disease like leprosy you get one type of leprosy in which the skin totally comes out and that is Juzam so Absalallahu has said that the cure for Juzam is the sand of Medina al-Munawwara that is why at the time of Tabuk when Absalallahu was returning back to Medina al-Munawwara the weather condition in Medina al-Munawwara was very severe sandstorm took place in Medina al-Munawwara and when Absalallahu met some of the brothers in Medina they were covered with sand entirely and some of the companions that were with Huzul they were covering the, the mouth and the nose with the ends of the amama like this or whatever scarf material they had and Huzul alayhi salatu wasalam looked at them that they are covering themselves avoiding the sand and the sandstorm that is in Medina to Munawwara Absalallahu alayhi wasalam at that time said وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ by that Allah in whose hands is my soul إِنَّ فِي غُبَارِهَا شِفَاءً مِنْ كُلِّ دَعَ that you are covering yourselves right now but wallah even in the dust of Medina Allah Ta'ala has kept shifa from you min kulli da'in from all diseases subhanallah so no one can compare the soil of Medina let us not forget that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose that land for his beloved messenger the last messenger Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam to sleep and rest there in Medina al-Munawwara nothing can be compared Imam Malik rahmatullah alayhi a great faqih and such a ashik rasul he was he said that if anyone spoke ill about the dust, the sand, the soil of Medina al-Munawwara and in, the, in, in his word he says that if someone said about anything radia that means if he spoke about the, the soil of Medina in a disrespectful way 
then Hazrat Imam Malik rahmatullah alayhi gave a fatwa that he should be lashed 30 times how many times? lashed, he should be whipped 30 times so if you talk bad about Madinatul Munawwara he would get whipped and he was the great faqih of uh, Madinatul Munawwara that is why when Aminul Mu'mineen Al-Mahdi Al-Abbasi at that time the governor of Medina when he met Hazrat Imam Malik Rahmatullah Alayhi he said to Imam Malik Rahmatullah Alayhi Hazrat give me some advice, good advice Imam Malik Rahmatullah Alayhi first thing said to him that be careful of the people of Medina Madani logo ka lihaz be careful of the people of Medina so that is why when we go to Medina to Munawwara we have to be again uh, extremely careful extremely careful that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the Ansar and they are the first people the first community to give refuge to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam this was a fatwa of Imam Malik rahmatullah alayhi and Madinatul Munawwara is also a land unique in a way that the angels that descended in that part of the land where Masjid Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is today no other land holds that privilege just on one occasion for an example at the time when Hazrat Sa'ad bin Mu'az radiallahu ta'ala an was made shaheed and sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that point he said that I see that in the janaza of Hazrat Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala and 70,000 angels have descended and the point to note in this hadith is Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam even said that never ever have these angels ever come down have descended they've never seen dunya this earth it is for the very first time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them an order to come down and participate in the janazah of Hazrat Sa'ad bin Mu'az radiallahu ta'ala so this was the first time so this is just one event on one occasion 70,000 malaika, 70,000 angels were there that is why a famous story is related that one man who went for ziyarat to Madinatul Munawwara at that time uh, someone, a shopkeeper they gave him yogurt to drink and eat and he said to the shopkeeper that this yogurt doesn't taste good it is said that in the night when he slept Wasallam came to his dream Wasallam said to him that if you don't like the yogurt of Medina then you might as well get out of Medina Allahu Akbar so if you don't like the yogurt of Medina then get out of Medina that is why some of the fuqaha and the muhaddisin and some of the Buzurgani deen whenever they would go to Medina they would give charity and they would even shop around in Madinatul Munawwara with this intention that it is Madinatul Munawwara and the money is going back to the people of Medina the children of Ansar Rizwanullahi ta'ala alimajma'een and some of the scholars would never ever question the price of an item so when they would go in the shop they would say right I want that and I want this and I want that and they would take it but nowadays I think it's, it's better just to ask them <laughs> when you go to the shop they can sense very quickly that this man is holding a British passport so there's a lot of pounds to his name 
and uh, some of the South Africans have these habits that when they go they they, they are great spenders so they, they say to you Junub Afrika, Junub Afrika every time you go there they say Junub Afrika so it's better for one to ask the price of an item when he goes to Madinatul Munawwara again everything about Madinatul Munawwara it is full of mercy it is blessed everything about Madinatul Munawwara when we talk about the mountains Jabal Uhud has said that Jabal Uhud will be with me in Jannat everything about Madinah Absalom has said that I can hear the mountain of Uhud speaking, speaking to me and saying that this mountain loves me the mountain loves me and I love Jabal Uhud Subhanallah everything about Madinatul Munawwara even uh, the fruits of Madinatul Munawwara it is said that Absalallahu alayhi wasallam made dua for the fruits of Madinatul Munawwara. He says, I have specially made dua for Medina, like how Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam made dua for Makkah. He made dua for Makkah, I have made dua for Medina. On one occasion, it is said that Absalallahu alayhi wasallam lifted up his hands and he says, Allahumma barik lana fi asmarina. Allah give us barakah in our fruits, as in the fruits of Madinatul Munawwara. And what is included in the fruits of Medina? Dates. Uh, that is included in the fruits of Medina. And not only are dates uh, known as Thimar, fruits, but dates are also connected with us human beings, as with the believers. I think it is Shah Waliullah Muhaddis Dehelvi Rahmatullah Alayh or it is uh, Mujaddid Al-Fisani Rahmatullah Alayh one of the two I can't remember clearly written, they have written in their maktubat that the date tree Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created from the surplus uh, sand that remained there after the creation of Hazrat Adam alayhi salam so Adam alayhi after Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam alayhi salatu was salam the sand, the dust that, were, that remained there Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created from it the date that is why we are in connection with the date tree there are many hadiths to that and it, the Mu'adrisin have said that once upon a time in Madinatul Munawwara there were as many as 148 types of dates in Medina 148 varieties of dates only in the city of Medina so many types of dates were there subhanallah that is why it was known as Ardu Nakhmin the land of dates the main business in Madinatul Munawwara was with Khajur and the elite of the Khajur, the date is the the Ajwa the Ajwa, little date Subhanallah but the virtues of those dates Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said that the Ajwa is from the fruits of Jannah from the fruits of Jannah so when you eat Ajwa you are actually eating 
the fruit of Jannah. These are the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala and is the narrator. He says, Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Al-ajwatu min al-Jannah. Ajwa is from Jannah. In another hadith, Abu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, Al-ajwa was sakhra min al-Jannah. That one other type of date is known as the sakhra date. The sakhra date. That is why if you go to Medina to Munawara, I don't know if brothers have visited the, the Khajur market. Visited the Khajur market? Mm. Subhanallah. <laughs> Everyone is there. As soon as you enter the market, each one of you shouts out and says, right, come here, I will give you some Khajur, I will give you some Khajur. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving rosy to every single one of them. To every single one of them. Subhanallah. In Medina, in the market, Khajur. And Sakhra is one type of Khajur also. Absalallahu uh, alayhi wa sallam says, Ajwa and Sakhra are both fruits of Jannah. Another type of Khajur is uh, the Sayhani Khajur, the Sayhani date tree. It is said that once Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam was walking past uh, the date trees that were there. And this particular date tree, which had on it the, the Sayhani dates, Absalallahu alayhi wasallam was standing close to it, and the date tree spoke out and made salam to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and testified and spoke to Huzur alayhi salatu wasallam and says, Ashhadu annaka Rasulullah, that I testify that you are the messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything about Madinatul Munawwara, everything my respected brothers. Subhanallah al-Azim. Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam has also said that if you eat the ajwa early in the morning, seven dates, seven in number, before eating anything else, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save you from any form of uh, magic, witchcraft, and any type of poison, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect you. So if brothers can afford, mashallah, to eat ajwa every day, seven, then do so. Brothers spend a lot of money on cigarettes. Uh, mashallah, if you eat healthy food, it's good for you. Or you see the say, kalunji. That it is shifa from every disease except for death. In another hadith, Hazrat Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala an has said again that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protects you from all disease and illnesses if you eat this and the number is seven. It is recorded that once of sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went to uh, visit Hazrat Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala an, and he was ill. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam put his auspicious hand on the chest of Hazrat Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala on the left hand side where the heart is. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam put his hands there and said to him that you are suffering from a disease uh, what can be translated from the, English, uh, from the Arabic to English as an enlargement of the heart. Qalb kya ho jata hai? Physically, bara ho jata hai. An enlargement of the heart. 
Nuzul alayhi salatu was salam said to the companions that were there that go and call Haris bin Khalada. Haris bin Khalada was the top doctor, uh, physician in Madinatul Munawwara. When he came, Absalam said to him that bring some ajwa with you. And he came with ajwa. Absalam said to him that crush the ajwa date with its seed. With its seed, crush it, and uh, it's it's quite difficult to crush it. And it was crushed, and it was made into like a paste form. And Absalom took that uh, ajwa that was crushed and made into a paste. Absalom himself rubbed that on the chest where the heart was. And it is said that Hazrat Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala an was cured. That is why uh, when you read the books of Tib, like Allama Ibn al-Qayyim al-Jawzi rahmatullah alayhi has written, Allama Jalaluddin Suyuti rahmatullah alayhi has also written on that. And even the Huqama, they say that if you are suffering from heart disease, then the best thing for you is Hajwa. I have heard from some of the people that if somebody uh, has the, the seed of ajwa crushed and if it's made like a paste form or a powder and right at that time, at the time of impact, if that person gets a heart attack and if he was to eat or take in that powder element, then it would stop the heart attack straight away. He would be cured, shifa would be given to him. And one cannot doubt that because Huzur alayhi salatu was salam had actually prescribed that for Hazrat Sa'ad radiallahu ta'ala. And Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha again, like I said to you, two thirds of Islam we receive from her. She knew everything about Islam. If anybody came to her and would say that I'm suffering from a severe headache, migraine, bahad yada dard Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha would say, eat the, the ajwa dates, seven in number, and Allah will cure you. Allah will give you shifa. And it is said that for a few days if she ate ajwa, subhanallah, she would be cured or he would be cured. Try it. A lot of brothers have this problem of the head. Eat ajwa and see, insha'Allah ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you shifa. Allama ibn Qayyim al-Jawzi rahmatullah alayhi was a great Muslim doctor. He says that the best thing for the stomach, everyone has to control the stomach. Disease is embedded in that area. Everything comes from the stomach first. And the best thing that one can take in to give cure to his stomach is ajwa. It is good for the lining of the stomach, it is good for uh, the internal part of the stomach and there is a whole list that he has mentioned, mashallah. That is why ajwa should be taken. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq, my respected brothers. But when we go to Madinatul Munawwara, we should, in Makkah, we should benefit from the Zamzam water. And in Madinatul Munawwara, we should benefit from the, the Khajur of Madinatul Munawwara. Even more, 
in virtue, then the water of Zamzam is which water? The water that came out from the body of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. No water can be compared to that. SubhanAllah. The water that came out from the body of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So these are two things. So when we come back home, mashallah, we should have khajur. That is why the technique is given to a child. That any child that was born in Madinatul Munawwara, uh, that child would be presented to Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would pray on that child, make dumb on him and also tahniq would be given up sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would chew uh, a little amount of khajur and Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam would put that inside the mouth of that child MashaAllah, that is again the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam khajur is also mentioned in Surah Maryam and I have said that many times when Hazrat Maryam alayhi salatu was salam was expecting Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam at that time the food that was provided for Hazrat Maryam alayhi salatu was salam was none other than khajur given to her a tamar and also water so it is the best source it has got a lot of rich properties in it so alhamdulillah one should benefit from it MashaAllah, Hazrat uh, Madni Rahmatullah Ali, Mawlana Hussein Madni Rahmatullah Ali, the father of Hazrat As- Asad Madni Madazillahu uh, Ali, he says that until the year 1318 Hijri, in Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, inside the Masjid there were date trees. Inside the Masjid. So these Salaf, these Buzurganidin have seen at that time that inside Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the date trees were there and they were preserved MashaAllah and people would benefit from the date trees and he was again such a great ashik of uh, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said that when he came to India and he met Mawlana Rashid Ahmad Gangohi Rahmatullah Alaihi our brothers who uh, are from the, the Barelvi Maktabe Fikr uh, that the Akida is with the Mawlana Ahmad Raza Khan unfortunately they speak uh, abusive language for Hazrat Mawlana Rashid Ahmad Gangohi Rahmatullah Alayhi Mawlana Gangohi Rahmatullah Alayhi was Kutub, one of the great Buzruks it is said when Hazrat came to India to visit him, Mawlana uh, Hussein Madni Rahmatullah Ali gave him a hadiyah, three khajur of Medina, three khajurs of Medina, and in a little bottle, Hazrat Madni Rahmatullah Ali had collected some dust from the inside section of the hujra of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He had that opportunity to go and clean the area, one is the outside section, one is the inside, nobody goes right inside but that area, the middle section so he had collected some dust from that area and put it into the bottle and had preserved it when he came to India he showed that to Hazrat Maulana Gangohi Rahmatullah it is said that from the three khajurs that Maulana gave him he made 27 pieces from it 
How many pieces? 27 pieces and the tulab was there and said, everyone eat a little amount from it. This is from the city, from the blessed city of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that dust that Hazrat had collected that was given to him as a gift, Mawlana Rashid Gangawi rahmatullah alayhi had a, a, a special bottle of surma to put in the eye, surma. And Hazrat Rahmatullah Ali put that dust into the surma bottle. And it is said that every time on Friday, Juma, when Hazrat Rahmatullah Ali would put surma, he would put the surma with the, that amount, the little amount of dust that was given to him, which was from the hujra of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa This was the love that these people had for the city of Madinatul Munawwara. They knew the value of, of the dates, the mountains, the wells of Madinatul Munawwara. Some of the ulama have said here the figure of seven. It is spiritual. Only Absalallahu has the full knowledge. Why Huzur alayhi salatu has said seven. seven. Some of the ulama have said that because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created sab'u-samawat wal-arz, the seven heavens, and again, when you look at the structure of the earth, it has got seven layers. And also, when we do tawaf of the Kaaba, it is seven times. Seven times. From Safa to Marwa is one. Safa Marwa is one altogether seven times. Also the pelting of the Shaitan. Shaitan ko kankri mari jati hai kitni hai? Seven times. MashaAllah. So this figure of seven is always there. Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam has said from my ummah seventy thousand will go. Again seven. Seventy thousand. Sayyya galak. Ji. And so many other things. It is also said that Absalallahu alayhi wasallam in the hadith has instructed the, the ummah that when your child reaches the age of seven, then command him to go to, to the masjid to perform salah. And when he is ten years of age, I'll just do this action in front of you, otherwise it's child abuse. <laughs> otherwise it is child abuse. Anyway, subhanallah. Allah does not mean that. Allah has said that if you train your child at the age of seven, mashallah, teach him, he knows the surahs, he knows the tahiyat, he knows the rood, he knows the tasbihat, he, he has discipline, he understands the adab of the masjid, that inshallah slowly, eight, nine, ten years of age, he will be mature enough to understand and mashallah perform salah and stand in the sufuf. So we get the figure seven also here. Some of the ulama have even said that a human being in his lifetime, his life is divided into seven parts. And in the Quran we also, uh, when it comes to charity, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about sab'a sumbulat, that is there. Also, when uh, in the hadith it comes that Absalallahu alayhi wasallam got hold of the hands of Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and, and said to him that Ali, when, my, when I pass away from this dunya, make sure that you give me uh, or you pour seven water skins 
seven water skins from the well of Gharf on me. Give me ghusl from the beer of Gharf. Beere Gharf. And that is exactly what had happened. This Bire Gharf, again coming back to the wells of Madinatul Munawwara, this beer was not far from Masjid Quba. And again, we have talked about Bire Aris, Bire Roma, but Bire Gharf, subhanallah, has its unique uh, status. Absalullah once came in Masjid Nabwi in the morning and said to them that I saw a dream that I am sitting in the well of Jannah. Saying that, he walked out of Masjid Nabwi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and some of the companions were with him and he walked to this well, Bi'ri Gharf, there. And this was an indication that the well that I saw in Jannah was this well. Absalullah said about this water of that well that this water comes from Jannah. And that is why Absalullah said to Hazrat Ali that when I pass away, when you give me ghusl, give me ghusl from this well. Seven water skin. Do you understand when I say water skin? Mashkiza. It's full of water. Seven times to be poured on top of me. So this figure of seven is there and it is unique. MashaAllah. Let us finish off the wells of Madinatul Munawwara. Unfortunately today the Saudi government, what have they done? They've put rocks and stones in the well itself and have blocked the well completely. Al-Aman Al-Hafiz. Allah give them the tawfiq. Allah give them the sense. Do we need the British government to speak out about the hijab? The, the, the mayor of London writes a letter to the French authorities. MashaAllah. We have non-Muslims in the parliament who speak out for the Muslims that this is the fundamental right of a Muslim or any individual. And, and this law in France that does not suit that government which boasts about it being liberal and that gives uh, a free society where everyone has a choice to practice whatever they want. Al-Aman al which Muslim country spoke out? Koi ek Musliman ki country ho, ek mulk, one country. Musharraf, quiet. What is he going to talk about? Nothing. Which other country? I'm not even sure the Saudi government can ban Valentine's Day, but obviously that is just for the Muslimin. Alhamdulillah, nothing wrong. But what about the hijab issue? One phone call, uh, 56 Muslim countries or more, if all of them get together and make a phone call to the French authority, the president of France, and say to them, no, this we cannot tolerate. Don't you think that will make a difference, Shabir? It would make a difference. MashaAllah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless the British government, bless them with Iman. Allah give them Iman. Respected brothers, when you come out of this country, that is the, uh, the moment you understand and realize how fortunate we are to live in this country, in this society. Yesterday, Ibrahim was telling me in the Times, uh, Denmark was saying that 
we will not allow now foreign Imams to come in Denmark because they don't have this clear understanding of uh, the Danish society in Denmark now slowly Brussels, Belgium and Germany is also saying that we are looking into what France has done the banning of hijab we will look into it slowly even uh, Belgium and the rest of the countries will follow Allahu Akbar and it is getting tight and difficult for the Muslimin this is exactly what Huzur alayhi salatu was salam has said a time will come when to cling on to your deen will be so difficult like as if fire is burning on on your hands on the palm of your hands Allahu Akbar and this is the time we are living in mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq mm-hmm. and we should pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and respect the law of this country otherwise everything can be taken away from us this freedom instantly Allah Rabbul Alameen ne mujhe aur aapko aqal di hai to hum us aqal ke zariye se mashaAllah apni zindagi ko basar kare Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen I'm trying to end mashaAllah this topic this beautiful topic of Madinat al-Bunawara but there is yet so much into this subject insha'Allah ta'ala maybe in the next session if Allah wills we can start uh, on the history of Makkah al-Mukarrama wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم تسليما اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك عبدك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله سمعنا وطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين